Oh, yes. It's time for the return of Backdoor Cover. Hit the hype form, Brad. Let's go. What's Gucci, my dudes and dudettes? It's Wednesday. I'm Micah. This is Brad. This is Backdoor Cover. What's up, Brad? Micah, what's happening, my brother? Just another day in quarantine. Life is hell. But uh, at least sports seem to be coming back a little bit. So that's that's always fun. Are you still uh, heavily practicing quarantine, or is, are, are you kind of starting to venture out? No, I'm pretty... Uh, we ventured out a little bit uh, to some breweries. I went to a brewery this weekend. We were socially distant, but... Uh, Texas and Austin are now uh, hot spots. So you went to again. like the most dangerous place you could go if you were to venture out to a bar. Well, well, no, no, no. It was a brewery, not a bar. Was it outdoors? Yes, okay. it was outdoors, okay. and and all the tables were reserved and spread far apart. Okay, that's so that's reasonable. I was not at a I was not at a crowded bar. The only place uh, I frequent is that taco drive-through that's down the street from my house. Uh, taco Ooh, Taco Rito. Yeah, I spend way too much. time I've been there. there a couple times. Oh man, they're good. They're good. Yeah. What, what's your order there? If it's in the morning, I get two egg, bacon, and cheese, and one bean, potato, and cheese, and then I do alternating bites. If it's the afternoon, I do the carnitas. And you go with the tacos? Yeah, tacos. I've started getting the gorditas there. Wow. And they are amazing. That's like a sandwich, right? Sort of, yeah. Okay. It's like a, a stuffed corn tortilla. It's really good. I would highly suggest Okay. It. What kind of meat you they're like? They're huge. And they're messy. I like the al pastor. I like the carne gasada there, too. You got to try their uh, carnitas. It's really good. I'm going to have to do that. Okay. There you go. Nice. Good opening. Shouts to El Tacarito if they want to hit us up. Uh, sponsorship of opportunities available. They can't take any uh, more business. The line's long enough. You guys don't show up over true. there. Yeah, please. Well, welcome into Backdoor Cover. It's been a while. I noticed... Brad and I were talking about when we we're going to record next, and then I was like, it's been 10 days since we've we've blessed you with an episode, so here we are, it's Wednesday. Uh, some things are happening, some things aren't, and uh, we got a few things to talk about. Of course, programming notes. If you want to hear me talk about other stuff, you can go to Mind of Micah, where Brad and I got through the most important and uh, competitive sport that we've seen in the last months. The entire season of Top Chef Season 17 All-Stars. Oh, my dog has a Q-tip. I'm going to have to go get that from her. Um, Brad, fill some time here. He lost me there. I don't even know what he's talking about. Top Chef, then Q-tips, Sorry, then the dog dogs. has a Q-tip. I have to take it out of her mouth. Okay. That seems reasonable. I, I mean, it's not the most dangerous thing a dog could eat, but Q-tips could be deadly for a, a small lap dog type animal. So I see that. So Top Chef, we... Uh, we did talk about that at length on Mind of Micah. Melissa King, your winner. Coincidentally, also my chef on our uh, fantasy top chef league, which we did do. I'm sure we've talked about it a couple of times on this podcast. But yeah, Melissa King wins. I take home the uh, the fantasy championship. Uh, next year is yes, going to be... Sauce Boss. You are the champion. Yes, my team name, Sauce Hoss. And, um, oh, Sauce Hoss. Yeah, the sauce hoss. I thought you were the sauce boss. No, hoss. Shouts to you. Thank you. Uh, you deserve it. It's great. You can listen to us break down every episode of Mind of Micah. And actually, this week on Mind of Micah, I did an episode about Tito's Vodka. Okay. 
What'd you talk about? Did you know that? Did you know what's well, sort of the, the story of Tito and his vodka? Did you know that Tito's vodka is the number one selling spirit in the entire United States? No way. Yep. Since when? Since at least 2018. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? More than Jack Daniels, more than Smirnoff. Tito's, I mean, the number one selling alcohol in America. I think George Clooney sold uh, Casamigos for like, what was it? Near a billion? Was it a billion with a B? Yeah, this piece claims that Tito Beverage owns, he owns 100% of the company. Okay. He tried to, to fundraise for it like two or three times and no one would give him a dollar. What a mistake. So he owns 100% of Tito's. It's totally privately owned and he's between four. He's worth between four and six bill. I've been investing in Tito's for at least 20 years at the bar. I need I need a steak. I need a share. Yeah, well, you'll just get a hangover. You'll like it. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, that was a, a very interesting story. I would ch- in, in, uh, invite you to go check that out on Mind of Mike. All right, let's uh, talk some sports here. Oh, one other thing. We have a hotline. You should call it 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. Call, give us your takes, give us your thoughts, call us cucks, whatever you want to do. Uh, we'll play it, 800-392-6344. Uh, where do you want to start today, Brad? What are my options? Well, we've got baseball, okay. which is finally coming back. Uh, we've got some NBA news. Ooh. We have Brooks Kepka and the golf tour. You want to start with that? You want to start with the Travelers? Sure. I the mean, Travelers it's champion. the most immediate of sports that are being played. It's they tee off tomorrow morning, so it'll be week three of the PGA Tour after quarantine. Yeah, tell us about. This uh, this tournament is the the big headline today is Brooks Kepka's uh, caddy has tested positive for coronavirus, so Kepka will withdraw from the Travelers Championship. Yeah, after his caddy Ricky Elliott tested positive, this tournament is in Cromwell, Connecticut. Uh, Graham McDowell's caddy tested positive as well earlier in the week, and he had withdrawn. Uh, a player, Cameron Champ, young guy, uh, I think he's in his second year on the tour, hits the ball like crazy. Uh, he himself tested positive and had to withdraw, but he's saying, you know, I don't know when I got it. I have no symptoms. I don't feel bad. He's a, a really young guy, though, so uh, to be expected that he would be less affected by the corona. Um, Perhaps Webb Simpson and Chase Kepka have both pulled out of this week's tournament. Out of they pe- they both tested negative, but decided against playing out of an abundance of caution. Interesting. Um, Brooks Kepka is the fourth ranked player in the world. Yeah. And this is, if you guys remember, this is the tournament that uh, Jim Furyk shot 58 at in 2016. So best round of all time. Um, the course is relatively short, but you can, it's not like the last two weeks where you had to be really precise with your drives. There's room to really bomb it here and, and score really low. So it'll it should be a little bit more like, high energy action packed this week there, there's like drivable par fours and all sorts of stuff so you can count on uh bryson DeChambeau, aka mark mcguire stepping up and ripping them uh have you have you seen DeChambeau lately by the way he's like 200 oh, yeah. is has gone huge he's he is enormous yeah he looks like he ate himself he's still a huge douche but he is he's he averaged like 360 up a, a drive off the tee the other, uh, last week. Yeah, and he, he that was a, a course freak. where you had to, you weren't able to really unleash it. So this week you can expect uh, Brooks to come out swinging for the fences. Not Brooks, I'm sorry, Bryson. 
So anyways, yeah, sh- well, should be awesome. They tee off tomorrow morning. I think 545 is the first tee time, so there should be uh, action on television Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thank God, some sports. It's, it's really nice to have it back. Yeah. Uh, speaking of having it back, let's go to baseball. Uh, we don't have Titan High with us right now, but maybe we'll, we'll have to get those bozos together soon. Uh, the The baseball owners have voted unanimously to proceed with the 2020 season under the terms of their March 26th agreement with the Players Association. Uh, this league, The league said in a statement Monday night, uh, on Tuesday the union came to an agreement with baseball, ironing out the final details for a return to play. This is the biggest step towards answering the question of which opening day uh, – when opening day will be played, and so we're it's happening. The season will be sixty games. Opening day will be around July twenty fourth, so that's a month from now. Spring training, it they're calling it spring training two point Seriously, <laughs> uh, is set to begin July first. So teams may be able to uh, start reporting to training camp within seven days. Ten teams will make the playoffs, so I guess that's the same as before because there was talk of a big expanded playoff, but that's not the case. If it's only ten, that's four plus the wild card. And the salary structure, in case you're interested, a full prorated salary for all 60 games, which means the players will earn about 37% of their full season salary as long as this uh, schedule is completed. So what was? How do you feel about that? Peter was texting in the Titan High text thread that we have that there's a super playoffs, but it sounds like it's this regular playoffs from what you just. Yeah, read. no, the super playoffs has not is not happening. Okay, that was the big thing that was talked about. As of right now, uh, it will be just a standard playoffs. They will be exactly the same as they have been. Just five teams in each uh, each league. Nice. Uh, the the other rules there will be. Uh, the the season will be dramatically different if you're ready for this. Teams will play their four divisional opponents 10 times, and the other 20 games will be against interleague opponents in the same geographical area. Okay. So if you're in the NL West, you'll play 20 games, or no, you'll play, uh, you'll play 40 games against other teams in the NL West, and then you'll play 20 games against teams in the AL West, and that's it. Hmm. You won't play anybody from other time zones. You you know, I, although I know there are teams in different time zones, but that's pretty crazy. National League will use a DH this season. So that's the first time in baseball history that both the NL and the AO will have a DH. Uh, in extra innings, teams will begin with a runner on second base. This is something they do like in college softball. Are you familiar with this? No, tell me more. So you just, when we go to the 10th inning, somebody just trots out to second base. So it should encourage scoring and and hypothetically shorten the games. Huh. Uh, trade deadline will be uh, August 31st, less than a month before the regular season is scheduled to end. Rosters will start at 30 men for the first two weeks, then 28, then 26, which I, that doesn't really mean to me. Teams will have a taxi squad that allows them to f- have as many as 60 players available to play in major league games. So I guess in the event that people get COVID, uh, they've got some flexibility that they normally wouldn't have. There will also be a COVID-19 injured list with no minimum and no maximum length of time spent on it, while standard injured list stints will be for 10 days, and the typical 60-day stint will now be 45 days. Gotcha. So a lot of a lot of stuff happening here, but all 
best I can tell, the playoffs will be the same as they have been. Now, I suppose that could change. There was a lot of talk about having a super playoffs, as you said. Right. Uh, but that's not the plan going forward as of right now. So this is kind of interesting. Am it. I remembering correctly last year that the Nationals won, but didn't it take them like half the season to start going? So it was like after like 40, 50 yes. games before they started really winning I was, games. I think it was like after like 70 games. Yeah, and then they got Yeah, they hot, started right? very slow. So, I mean, in that's this instance. Gonna, that's not going to work this year. Yeah, not so much. The playoffs will be half over if they wait till 60 games. So that's interesting. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I kind of like the idea of a shortened season. It gets It's just too long as it is. It's like the common It's going to be a sprint. Yeah, that Players awesome. and other team personnel not participating in the game would sit in the stands, separated by at least six feet. They would apply the same distancing standards to the national anthem. Celebratory contact is not allowed. No high fives, <laughs> fist bumps, hugs, etc. The grand tradition of gross habits in baseball is on a hiatus. No spitting, chewing of tobacco, or sunflower seeds at all. I believe I read that gum is allowed, but that's okay. kind of funny. A minimal distance between base runners, fielders, coaches, and umpires will be uh, will be encouraged as much as possible. Uh, a ball thrown a ball will be thrown out once it's been touched by more than one player. Post game showers are discouraged, uh, as will be the the use of taxis and time and ride shares, and players will be screened for temperature multiple times per day and tested for coronavirus multiple times per week. Anyone testing positive will be immediately quarantined. Two negative tests will be required before a possible return. Do you think testing uh, temperature more than one time per day is is really necessary? I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but it seems like a lot. Multiple times per day. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. Okay, it's weird. So I guess that they they won't even throw the ball around the infield at all because once the ball's been touched by more by multiple players it's thrown out does that mean a, a pitcher and a catcher i don't know that sounds like confusing. is that every pitch because I, I mean i guess there's a new ball every pitch right we shall see that sounds like it would extend the length of the game because a, a pitcher throws the ball to the catcher and then the catcher touches the ball with his hand now you've had multiple players touch it I don't We're going to be going through a lot of baseballs. That sounds sucky. Know. Yeah, actually, I don't like the sound of that. I mean, I don't give a shit. You think they kinda... just got like a giant trash can full of baseballs next to the ump, and he just hands them a new I one? Think, yeah, I think Major League Baseball can afford it. You think they can? Yeah, 100 baseballs, here you go, every pitch. And, you know, maybe they maybe they reuse them the next day or something after the germs are gone. Spray them down? Yeah, who knows? Okay, cool. Well, I'm happy to have it back, man. Any contest, so any competition, yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay, cool. Me too. So we got we got MLB, we got NBA coming back probably. We've got the PGA who is active. What else we got? We've got uh, MMA, we'll get to the NBA NASCAR. stuff last, but let's talk about UFC. Okay. I guess we could talk about NASCAR too. I don't really have too much to say about the whole uh, NASCAR situation that went down this last week. Okay. Uh, on huh? Monday. Well, I mean, I guess we could talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Tell us what happened. NASCAR was set to race Sunday at Talladega. The race got delayed uh, because of rain, so it, they then ran Monday. Um, some at some point, I think it was Sunday night. Uh, words word leaked or it didn't leak. 
NASCAR put out a statement saying that a noose had been found in the garage of Bubba Wallace, uh, the only black NASCAR driver, uh, at the next racetrack. So not at Talladega where they were. It was a noose found at Sonoma in California. Um, What? But now the FBI has determined, has done an investigation and has found that this noose was apparently there since October of 2019, and whoever planted it had no way of knowing that that was going to be the garage that Wallace was actually assigned to. That's crazy. so they're saying there's no crime. So, but it is. What's the noose doing in there? Do you think they just someone just put it in there as a distasteful prank or something? No one knows. No one knows, and there don't get into the conspiracy theorists with me. Uh, there's people saying that, you know, I don't want to get into the conspiracies, but mm. who knows? Mm-hmm. Crazy, something man. Something that is fashioned to look like a noose was in his thing. So, um, But he wasn't there. He wasn't the one that spotted it. He's in Talladega, Alabama, not in California where this thing was. So, you know, but pretty wild stuff. Uh, the entire field, all of the drivers and all of their crew chiefs, and their entire crew helped push Bubba Watson's, or Wallace's, I'm sorry, uh, Bubba Wallace's uh, car to the front of the for the race of the start in a show of unity, which was quite powerful. Pretty cool. Nice. And uh, he, I watched some of the Talladega race. Uh, Dave Blaney won it. Very exciting. There were wrecks and stuff, just like there always are at, at Talladega. And uh, I would encourage, you know, Talladega is one of the best. You, you, if a Talladega race is on and you flip around, Generally, it's like now, I, I don't watch NASCAR, but uh, I'll see on Twitter, someone's like, hey, 15 laps to go at Talladega, you probably want to watch it, and you probably do. There were wrecks, and uh, it was good, good stuff. So are there a bunch uh, of Watson, rednecks in Wallace the middle? A nice run. Like in the in between, like in the center where they always post up with all their RVs and stuff? That's not happening, is it? No, they had like 5,000 fans there, but okay. they were in the stands. They weren't in the middle, although... None of them seemed to be social distancing after the race. Everybody was getting close. It was. It seemed like a clusterfuck, and the race was delayed from Sunday to Monday. So who knows? Um. So there's your NASCAR minute. Okay. Nice. Let's talk a little. Let's talk a little UFC before we. Uh, before we move on to the NBA, uh, the NBA, which is what we want to talk about. I'm sure. Uh, do you want to start with conspiracy theories, or Paige Van Zandt? Uh, Paige Van Zandt, please. Okay, Paige Van Zandt, uh, a big fan here. Uh, we are. She's a big fan of us, I'm sure, but I'm a big fan of hers. It's mutual. We are. She is, yes, um, uh, just like me, very attractive and a, a fine dancer. So, uh, she And not afraid to take your back. Yeah, apparently. She is talking a lot about how she's a free agent and she can't wait to uh, test her free agency. She has... She has one more fight left on her free agent contract. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that she made more money on Dancing with the Stars than she's ever made in her eight <laughs> UFC fights combined. Soon she'll be able to cash in on her notoriety as a free agent, but first she has one fight remaining on her UFC contract. She will face Amanda Rebus uh, at UFC 251 July 11th in Abu Dhabi on Fight Island. Oh, Fight Island's going down, huh? It's happening, yeah. Uh, Paige, 
has been complaining a lot about how she's underpaid. She makes more on Instagram. Uh, Everybody's been complaining about this for some time, saying she makes more money posting on Instagram than she can by fighting. She has 2.5 million followers. Um, And her contract is the same one she signed when she was 22 years old. Uh, So she makes $46,000 as a base fight purse with a $46,000 win bonus attached to that. That is not quite, that's not money, big money for a, for a, a, a big professional uh, Instagram athlete. star. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. Professional athlete. Exactly. Um, yeah. So she wants a brand new contract, whatever. She's only eight, eight and four career record. She's been up and down the last few years. Um, but we'll see what happens. To I wonder what page. she's advertising yeah, on Instagram. How's she stacking all well, the cash? Here's your quote. I mm-hmm. haven't posted anything on Instagram. Nothing matters to me except for this fight, and it's a good, clean slate for me. I'm just excited to go out there and prove my value to absolutely everybody, and I think fighting is how I do that. Uh, we'll see. She is very pretty. Yeah, this is very attractive. You know, she was a ring girl before she actually started fighting. Oh, when she puts her hair up in them braids, the the almost cornrowish look then she looks really tough oh okay i wasn't sure if you were into that eh? uh you want to talk well let's see there's there are fights on saturday uh dustin poirier fights uh daniel hooker or uh, yeah dan hooker on uh espn plus that's uh fight night that should be a pretty interesting fight okay hooker is a uh slight underdog poirier is a favorite um i don't know if there are any other good Anything else? But that that's a pretty good fight. I'm excited to see that one. That's Saturday. Uh, Cameron uh, Kamara Usman has changed his fight camp ahead of uh, his fight on UFC 251 July 11th uh, at Fight Island. He has now moved his camp to Denver. So, Remind me again, are worth. these only on pay-per-view or are they doing some of this stuff on like ESPN or whatever? Like, is there a place where you can watch it free They're on television? On, the fight Saturday is on ESPN Plus, 251. All the numbered pay-per-views are on pay-per-view. Gotcha. Through ESPN Plus, actually, but yeah. Uh, and then uh, the there was a, there's a conspiracy theory. Are you up for, can you believe that someone affiliated with the UFC might be affiliated with a conspiracy theory, Brad? I can believe it. Let's hear it. And we're and we're not talking about Joe Rogan. I can't believe you're talking uh, about it. Conspiracy theories are your least favorite thing ever. But please go on. Well, Don House, a longtime UFC cut man and boxing trainer, wore patches on his arm and chest during the fight night uh, last Saturday in Vegas. The patches referenced the fringe internet conspiracy theory QAnon. They could be seen on the event broadcast while House was working on fighters. Uh, he had a giant Q on the front of his shirt, and then he had some, what what is their uh, slogan? Where we go, where we go one, we go all, some bullshit. What do they uh, represent? What is this group In case mean? you're unfamiliar with this, this is a theory born out of internet forums that claims that there is a shadowy deep state coup planned against President Donald Trump, as well as widespread human trafficking ring led by global elites. There is no evidence to back any of the claims uh, from ESPN. Um, yeah, the uh, FBI has actually classified um, QAnon as, and conspiracy theories to be a growing threat to domestic terrorism. Uh, and just last week, actually, in MMA, 
A f- giant flag with the letter Q was spotted on the roof of Jackson Wink MMA in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This gym, of course, is home to John Jones and Holly Holm. Hmm. Later that day, uh, a spokesperson wrote that an unknown individual defaced the roof of the gym. I don't know how somebody gets on your roof and puts something up without you knowing about it, but uh, so there you go. I'd say an MMA fighter is probably the most likely candidate to be able to do that. Yeah, or someone inside of your gym that knows how to walk up the stairs and get to your your roof. (laughs) Uh, Like This isn't just like a graffiti on the side of your building. Somebody doesn't just climb up on the roof. And it's a big, like, huge gym. Am I understanding uh, this correctly? They support yeah. Trump, but they are against rich people who run sex trade stuff. Right. Okay. Yes. Got it. The, okay. the the QAnon thing. It's it's it's. I mean, I think people sort of generally know what it is. It's is it's so fringe, or it should be because it's so stupid. It goes back to this PizzaGate stuff too. It's all kind of tied together. If you're familiar with PizzaGate, that goes back five or six years. That a group of global elites, mostly affiliated with the Clintons, of course, hmm. uh, run, were running a child pedophilia ring out of the basement of a pizza restaurant in Washington, D.C. Several people got arrested, like carrying automatic weapons in there to check it out. The restaurant had no basement. Uh, it's just <laughs> so fucking unfounded and crazy. And that these people believe that Q is this anonymous source inside of the White House uh, that is that is leading, that puts out messages and that these people, like, you know, go through them with a fine-tooth comb to try and find some truth. And hmm. then uh, they all think that at some point they call, they speak about something called the Great Awakening, I think is what it's called. Okay. Where all of these mostly Clinton cronies and global elites are going, uh, you know, that's always code for Jews, of course, uh, <laughs> are going to be rounded up and sent to Guantanamo Bay. And uh, I hate to say this, Q Anon listeners, of which God, God hope we have none. Uh, that's never going to happen. And uh, your President Trump has been in office for three and a half years, and he has yet to arrest anyone affiliated with the Clintons on uh, child rape charges. And don't you dare come at me with some fucking Epstein shit. I don't even want to hear about that. Okay, right, so there you go. I think we've sufficiently uh, gone down that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, uh, odd, strange. I don't know Not how this me. guy hasn't been fired. Uh, apparently he's he's been friends with Dana White for like 20 years going back before Dana was even involved that in the UFC so yeah. that's the reason he hasn't been fired at one point the UFC said this is a violation of our staff event outfitting policy and the matter will be thoroughly investigated uh, that happened Saturday it's now Wednesday there's no word on this we'll see exactly what happens what is uh, their attire policy these people are fighting in underwear well no the attire policy for the other people the cut uh, men the guys that are in there I see. Uh, and I mean, they've got policy. I mean, people are like dressing up like Knights of the Round Table too. and stuff, right? Like they're coming out as pro wrestling gear and stuff. Anyways. No, they got to wear Reebok stuff too. They can't <laughs> do that anymore. Yeah, true. Okay. All right. So now we're 20, what, 27 minutes into this podcast. Let's talk NBA. The only thing you and I really want to talk about anyway. Let's go. Uh, things are happening. Things are happening. Things are really happening. What uh, kind of things? Well, some players are deciding not to play. Have which, any big uh, names come out? I haven't heard of anybody who is... Davis Bertans has chosen... He's going to like forfeit like a half million dollars just because he's afraid he's going to get hurt because he's he's a free agent and is likely to make $15 million a season next year. Mm. 
So he is the first, and basically the only one I heard is just like voluntarily dropped out uh, because of injury concerns. Uh, Avery Bradley is not going to um, is not going to return uh, because Bradley has expressed uh, a lot of issues with um, civil rights issues and trying to. I, I believe that's that's generally the reason he's opting out. That's crazy because he plays he's for the actually, Lakers. Like he's a yeah. He's a, a he told ESPN cog. Tuesday night that he was opting out of the restart for family considerations. He's been very outspoken though about uh, being with Kyrie and and some of the guys who uh, want to do other things in a civil rights way instead of not playing. So, uh, but there haven't been that many Wednesday today as we record is the deadline. So who knows? In an hour we could have a bunch of stuff that. You know, bunch of all stars who aren't playing. But when do they have to report like to? to uh, when do they have to report to Orlando? Do you know? Uh, it's got to be coming up if they're trying to get the season off the ground here by the end of the month, by the end of July. End of July. I don't know. Apparently, teams can sign free agents through July first. Okay. So that's a week from today, um, or a week from yesterday, I guess. Uh, the big rumor, though, is that. The Lakers are eyeing J.R. Smith to replace Avery Bradley as a backup wow. guard. And how great would that be to get J.R. back in the league? I didn't know he was a free agent, so he's been out of the league for two years. I had no idea. Ever since he, he shit be the back. bed in the the, uh, the championship game versus That's uh, true. Golden he State. hasn't been yeah. back in the league. He's been out. It's unbelievable. How about that? Hasn't played an NBA game since November 2018 with the Cavs. So I guess he was probably played one more season. Well, actually, I don't know. Yeah, he must have played one more season with Cleveland after the finals. Um, Smith had worked out with the Lakers in February when the team signed Dion Waiters instead. So, yeah, Avery Bradley not coming back. No word on um, on anybody else that's Interesting. sort of notable. Here's some other big uh, names that are up for free agency that could be signed. We have DeMarcus Cousins. We have Joe Johnson, my dog. I love Joe Johnson's game. He is old boy. The, the MVP of the big three. Gerald Green uh, always signs on with the uh, Rockets at some point in the season. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Uh, yeah. I'm not too worried about any of these guys making any, any difference. I'll tell you, the guy who may help uh, swing the balance of power, Tyler Zeller has signed with the Spurs, meaning we are going to win the championship. Yeah. Is he going to play um, – what's his name? What's the center's name? Guy from Texas. LaMarcus. Is he is he filling in for LaMarcus Aldridge? Yes. Oh, good. Zeller that's, that's a good is a six-year veteran who has not played this season. He was with the Nuggets in training camp but waived in October. He has career averages of seven points and four rebounds per game. Hashtag nice. championship. Yeah. Uh, other news – uh, Malcolm Brogdon has tested positive for coronavirus. The Knicks have hired Worldwide Wes as a senior advisor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so that's huge for him. Uh, the NBA and the NBA Players Association are emphasizing social change at the restart, which I'm sure will be powerful. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Zion is ready to go. He's going to be a marquee re- attraction when the league resumes. So uh, that's exciting. I cannot Plus there's something wait. called... The basketball tournament, which is about to start. You told me you've watched this before, right? Yeah, it's awesome. 
It's like 24 teams, $1 million winner take all. Yeah. And it's really cool, man. It's such a fun event and it kind of gets buried sometimes by other sports that are going on, but I guess it usually is around this time, right? Like, right. Cause right now is the doldrums of sports where the NBA has just ended all that stuff. So I guess it makes sense that it's coming on right now, but yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. When, when does that start? Uh, soon. You don't have a date. I'll look it up. I don't. I don't. Let's see here. It's hard to say. I also saw that uh, Jokic has tested positive for coronavirus in Spain. Really? Uh, we're going to have some real issues with some of these Jok- uh, the foreign guys. He also lost like 40 pounds. He looks like he's has Yeah, everybody been was excited about him. I'm worried he's going to get hurt. The, uh, well, apparently he's sick. Maybe that's how he lost all that weight. Who knows? The uh, basketball tournament is officially back July 4th. Oh, damn. That's real soon. Fully quarantined 2014 bracket to be played over 10 days in Columbus, Ohio. It's $2 million now. $2 million winner take all. Really? It's what the yeah. Wikipedia says, which is, uh, you know, questionable. Uh, ESPN says $1 million. ESPN is probably the more uh, official source. Okay, Perhaps. cool. Well, we got some sports coming up then. Hoops and t- and all sorts of things. Check, Keep Hoops an eye out for that basketball tournament. It's really good. Well, I will. I will. You'll, you'll see players you recognize from the league and from college that play overseas, stuff like that, that have either fallen out of the NBA and, you know, are available, whatever. But it's it's cool, man. Um, All right. Hey, uh, there's a documentary on on Sunday night about the the decision. It's called Backstory, excited? The Decision. 8 o'clock uh, c- Central Time Sunday night on ESPN. Yeah, are you I'm going to record this. Are you ready for my backstory of The Decision? Yeah. We had a... Uh, uh, it wasn't intramural. We were at, it was after we were in college. It was me and Bobby and them playing basketball. After the game... Did we watch this at Pluckers? Was I with you? You just ruined the, the drop here, okay? Oh, so after okay, our sorry. game, we Mom went to Pluckers. Too. All you could eat wings and LeBron making the decision. You're right. The one on uh, 183. That's the one we went to. Oh yeah, yeah. What what a what a what a moment, man! Giant beers and all you can eat wings. What a now terrible to way to live a, your a life. One hour documentary about Sunday night. So check it out. Maybe we well, should watch maybe the pluckers. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, maybe we should. You know what? Well, I'm not going inside of a pluckers. Pluckers is basically the worst place on earth. Just the people there. <laughs> it's I like mean, the slitter really. bond of of yeah wing it's joints. The slitter bond of restaurants. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean. God, it's just so scummy. All the families in there, it's like, oh, this place is drinking these giant, like, 44-ounce <laughs> blue drinks. Your disdain Ugh. for families is very funny to me. And to, to be fair, I love the wings at Pluckers. If you're unfamiliar with Pluckers, Pluckers is a uh, regional wing restaurant uh, in Texas and across. I think they're in some other states now. They've blown up. They've yeah. done very well. And their they, wings uh, are quite, quite good. Not a lot of healthy options on the menu there, but it is very good. No. Well, who cares about that? But, like, there's something about the scum and the families, the people that bring their families there. They're just so scummy. I can barely handle it. It's those people and then bozos like me and you who try to go eat all you can eat and make make it be a good deal, like worth your money, and you hurt yourself eating 30 wings and having three giant beers. But, you know. Just don't hurt yourself. Pace and don't yourself. get Buffalo mild because we'll make fun of you. 
And don't make a decision on television about where you're going to play basketball because that turns out to be a bad idea. Yeah, that was a, a big mistake. I'm excited to watch that. That should be fun. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that's pretty much all I got, Brad. You pretty got good episode. Else? No, that's it and that's all, baby. And that's it and that's all. Hit hit that exit music. Uh, call our hotline, 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. You got anything else? Nah, get at us on the hotline. Let's go. All right, till next time, check out Mind of Micah. Mm, bye-bye. <laughs>